It's season two of Retrain Your Brain with me, chartered psychologist, Dr. Audrey Tang. I'm helping you reflect on your perceptions, reframe your approach, and rewrite your future, whatever your past. And this season is all about the self. So let's talk about you. Today, I'm going to talk about self-sabotage. Now, in most of the articles I've read on the subject, what is self-sabotage, the list has been quite similar. Holding a negative outlook, refusing to try something new, having an overly critical or overly negative inner voice, arrogance and a refusal to reflect and to learn. And then you've got the more psychological issues of self-harm, self-medication, drugs and alcohol, and even food. None of this list mention compassion. And that's because, at least on the face of it, caring for others is a good thing. It's very positive to think of others. If I see something nice that I think someone might like, I'd probably buy it for them or at least tell them about it so they can buy it for themselves. If I'm making food for a group trip, I'll pack extra just in case. If I'm in luck, I try to share my windfall. And indeed, the people who inspired this podcast, whom I've had the very good fortune to receive so much from too, will agree with that standpoint. But all of us will say compassion, generosity, kindness is great, but you have to use it wisely. Compassion, kindness and generosity are all incredibly valuable. Do not waste them unwisely. Do not spend them without discernment and reduce their value. Now, a couple of years ago, I started to improve my fitness and I attended Park Run and I enjoyed it. But one of the things I did was I volunteered almost immediately to be the tail walker because I could still do my 5K. And I also happen to think that volunteering is really important. When you think about Park Run in particular, it's run entirely by volunteers and I believe it's important to give back. But I've also said to myself that I'm not going to volunteer every week because I know I will fall into a bad habit. You see, I don't like running. And what I'm most likely to do when it comes to park run is go, volunteer and feel less guilty about not trying hard to beat my personal best. So by volunteering, I'm still going but that doesn't mean I'm actually doing what the right thing or the most efficient or healthy thing is for me. One of my reasons for self-sabotage is probably very commonplace. I fear failure. And this is quite a big issue because I get tired, I get exhausted, and I don't enjoy doing it. Therefore, in order to still keep up the facade of going for a run, if I volunteer, I'm there, I'm in the photographs, I feel as if I've done something good. But the truth is, I'm not doing what I really need to do, which is continue to do the hard part. Keep working, keep trying, fail a couple of times, but pick up again and keep running. To reflect a little deeper on some of my reasons for self-sabotaging, Not only is there that fear of failure, but there is part of me that also sometimes believes I don't deserve what I have. I've always had a sense of feeling privileged. I come from a family who worked very hard to give me the very best in life. I'm an only child. I also always had an acute awareness that I hadn't done a lot to earn it. 
along with the fact I've been called spoilt by a number of people who perhaps have their own agenda for doing so, but those things do tend to stick. And so I now have to sit myself down and remind myself that if I really have worked for something, I have actually earned my place to do it. I've earned my place, for example, on the park run track. I completed the couch to 5K. I can do the run. I owe it to myself to keep pushing and to keep getting better. Sabotaging ourselves through compassion is what most people would know as people pleasing. We give and we give and we give, sometimes because we do not feel we deserve to receive. And this means when other people try to give something to us, we either reject it which actually is counterproductive because it means that person won't offer again because we've been relatively ungracious or we accept it and don't believe that we've earned it and then give and give and give some more. But we don't always give and give and give to the person who gave something to us. Think about this very carefully. You will know there are some people in your life who are wonderful, they energise you, they make you feel good about yourself, they bring out the best in you. Are they the people who drain you, who exhaust you, who you're trying to please? I'll almost bet that they aren't. I'll almost guarantee that the people you're trying to please, the people you're afraid to say no to, are the ones you just simply feel drained by. And that means you may well be too exhausted to be with the ones who benefit you, who make you feel great about yourself, who allow you to keep being the best you. The thing to remember about friendship is good friendships are two-way. You may give some of your time, but guaranteed you will receive some of theirs. So next time you find yourself making offers, especially to people who maybe you end up complaining about, ask yourself first, can I afford to make this offer? Why am I doing this? Am I doing it just to be liked? And why do I particularly want that person to like me? Am I doing something to avoid failure or to stay in my comfort zone? Am I doing something because I feel I don't deserve it or because I feel I haven't earned it? And actually, have I? And optional here. Will I be able to contribute more if I push myself, achieve more, do more, become more, and then offer a helping hand? Now, maybe you think these questions make me selfish. I believe they remind me that whilst it's good to give, it's much better to do it when you can afford to, ought to because someone's given to you, or simply want to. If you are giving and you are hoping for someone to recognise and repay you and they haven't, perhaps you are giving to the wrong people. Perhaps you are self-sabotaging through compassion. And that's all we have time for. Remember, even the most effective thinking is nothing without positive action. Don't be the most enlightened person who never lived. For more practical support, check out my psychology and coaching masterclasses presented with Sharon Lawton on the Wellness League YouTube channel. Don't just wish for success, go out and grab it.